Last time on Good Neighbors. The gang is stuck, unraveling the haunting at the lovely night inn. The Baron returns to strike a deal with June, but June is playing hard to get. Flint uncovers a secret passageway that had been locked by a puzzle in a reading room. Cassius reveals his visions of a beacon to the gang, and Beck explains that the beacon is an ancient enemy of her order. this poltergeist is is it ezra because ezra hangs out around that library but i keep getting visions from gert like gert's the one that's i don't know man looking, uh, i don't want to hurt the, is the new management of the hotel um okay wait what's cleo's last name patrick <laughs> okay. uh no no it is do we know it? Like, oh, I guess it, it was never mentioned. Yeah. Would it have been like on a name tag, like a nameplate on the front? Uh, or anything? Uh, the last name starts with an M, like a Cleo M. What was the name of the new management of the hotel? Cleo I mean, it's, is it's the Cleo, new management. She 100%. So, like, when it transferred to new management, it transferred to Cleo directly. Yep. Unless Cleo's a ghost and killed the new management and is the old management. So, I think I heard. I think I heard Cleo scream when I saw the first vision. Oh, that's no good. There were sirens, too. Here's my guess. Earlier, we realized that somebody used magic to erase all memories of the old management. My guess is the poltergeist is the old management. Cleo was put into the new management position, whether through her own will or through the will of the person who sacrificed the old management. My thought is Cleo doesn't remember being involved in all this and that whoever is a representative of this quote-unquote beacon has erased their own presence from the situation as well as any memories of the old management so as to avoid legal suspicion. Does that make sense? So then is Ezra just a second ghost? Unrelated? And I really do think that that Cleo is like a person, though. Cleo is a person, I believe. Ezra, they might be a... Uh... Ezra's a hundo percent ghost. No, I don't think they're a ghost. Really? Yeah, they were able to be hit square on with a wine bottle. But aren't ghosts and poltergeists supposed to be different? Is not the whole bit. Uh, it is, but I, I think they might be the one doing the sacrificing. Yes. Is Ezra's doing the sacrifice? Yeah. Um, while I'm rocking out to Fallout Boy, uh, do I see Monty's like? cart nearby by any chance are you like in the hallway or are you in are you outside i'm like on the balcony outside uh i think you can see it's probably like sitting on the porch of the main 
you know, the main entrance. I'm gonna skedaddle down there real quick. Well, well. You like jump over the balcony, or do you go through the main hallways? Oh, um, I'll teleport. All right, use magic. Uh, that's going to be a seven. Choose a glitch. Um, it's short duration or like not as powerful as you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, effect is weakened, short duration. You take harm, draws immediate unwelcome attention or problematic side effect. I'll say effect is weakened, so maybe I don't get all the way there. Uh, for, for sure. I think you uh, uh, land, uh, like a, you, you teleport and are like, a, like halfway in the air. And as you, you uh, land, uh, you see Dexter outside, coming out, out the front door, holding his mouth. His mouth is bleeding. He goes, oh, gosh. Oh, you okay? Uh, yeah. Hey, Dex, uh, you should head home. Um, oh, no, no, you're a doctor. You know what a doctor is? I'm just, oh. And they hold up a couple teeth. Jesus. Uh, yeah. I smashed my face on the uh, trail. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a doctor. Here, let me look at it real quick. Uh, I'm going to try and use magic while, like, I'm holding their head sideways so they can't really see what I'm doing. If you want to do this subtly, I think you also need to roll me an actor under pressure. Okay. Otherwise, they will be able to tell that something's up. So, I got a 10 on the magic. Cool. An act under pressure. Um, is an eight. Uh, an eight. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna give you a hard choice, worst outcome, or price to pay. Hmm. I am uh, uh, going to say that worst outcome. I'm gonna say that uh, you heal them. Uh, they they stop the bleeding. I'm just like, oh, it's not uh, as bad as you think it is. Like, uh, you'll be fine, but you should probably get home. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. They, like, look at their teeth in their hand. Yeah. And they, uh, uh get in their car and they start driving off. Oh, I couldn't get their teeth back in, I guess? No? Well, that would be, there would be no way you could hide that. Okay, fair, right? fair, fair, fair. <laughs> right? That would be yeah, 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 ob- obviously magical. Yeah, fair. Oh look! They just went right back oh, in. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm attentive. <laughs> <laughs> they they get in their car and they they drive off. And as they exit the premises, uh, they as they pass by the threshold of the dead zone, they turn on their cell phone and make a call. June, why did you want the tools? I what is on the cart? Uh, like I love uh, like some duct tape and maybe some other random shit, but yeah, tape. just like general handyman tools are fine. You can just say if you need them, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna grab for sure duct tape. Uh, I'm gonna grab a knife. Um, and I already have a lighter. Um. Maybe some. I'm gonna grab. If there's a tool chest too, I'm just gonna grab that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna return all of this. <laughs> sure. 
Uh, and what do the four of you do once you reconvene? Look, Ezra or not, whether it has something to do with Cleo, we gotta go. Okay. Where, where do uh, you suggest we go? The library, right? Yeah, I found that secret passage. Look, I, I saw a room, I saw stone floors and a red circle. I think that's my, that might be where that shoot leads. Okay. Uh, I'm going to reach into my briefcase and pull out my gun. <laughs> I'm going to pick up Gert. I'm going to go. For sure. Let's go. I'm going to carry Gert like a kid carries their doll like by the arm. I'm going to walk towards the library. For sure. Uh, as you pass, uh, get close to the library, uh, Right, coming right outside the room is Ezra who is holding a silver platter with four flutes of uh, presumably wine. And they go, uh, oh, hello. Good to see you all again. They do not seem to have processed that you are a threat like when June smacked them earlier. And they go, good to see you again. Can I get you all a drink? It's on the house. I would like to put a little salt in my hand and go to shake their hand with the salt coating my palm to see if there's a reaction. Uh, you, you do so, and they turn to dust. You tap their hand and they plop, and the wine smashes to the ground. Fucking ghost! Knew it! Yeah. That was weird. But like, it's, like, it's weird that the wine is real, and the glass yeah, is real. Yeah, can I touch the wine and smell it to see if it smells like coppery? Uh, uh, for sure. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigative mystery. Word. Uh, ten. Uh, ten. Uh, what do you, uh, pick, you get to hold two? Uh, ba -ba -ba. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What is, what is it going to do? What is being concealed here? Let's start with what is it going to do? Uh, it was going to try to get you to drink it, for sure. Okay. Uh, uh, and then what is being concealed here? Uh, the uh, wine, uh, for sure, is discolored. Uh, I think you can tell that uh, Ezra doesn't remember you in the slightest. It doesn't seem like they are trying to address you in any way, uh, or be like, you know, Hey, June, you smacked me, or something like that. Uh, it seems like they are maybe repeating a behavior. Like they are just kind of doing something over and over again. And knowing it's a ghost that's totally on, on, on the ball here. And as you take a look at the wine, you can tell, after seeing some discoloration, that it's poisoned. So maybe Ezra tried to poison someone? Or... So, so Ezra tried to poison someone and their unfinished business is that they never got to poison that someone. Or maybe this is a punishment where they have to repeat their really greatest sin over and over. Or if it's Poison's so like rat poison, like an easily accessible one. Yeah. Might just be something they did so habitually they are trapped in its cycle. All right. Who do you think built the secret passageways? Because that's fucking weird. That is weird. Uh, on our way down, oh, I'm gonna see if I can see any other staff members. Doesn't seem to be. No. Uh, yeah, let's just keep going. No Cleo, no nothing? No. You get there, and, uh, it's pretty empty, but your bag is gone. God damn it, all my weapons. Is the chute still open? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, what could go wrong? I'm going to dive down. 
Uh, you dive down. It's uh, you probably should have had like a rug or something below you as you did it, because it starts. It's like old and dry and it hurts a little bit and squeezes, like pinches you as you go down. Uh, and exactly what you expect is below. It is a dark stone room with etchings in the walls and scratches in the walls. There are stone pillars with chains on them. There uh, is a, a wooden table that has uh, rotted and snapped and fallen through. Uh, and there's also uh, scratches on them. Uh, and there is an old uh, set of like uh, like an antique set of armor that has uh, like collapsed in on itself from time. And it's just like laying across the ground. Has everyone immediately followed? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Beck goes to like any nearby, you know, not like, like vacated room and grabs like the sheets off of an empty bed and wraps themselves up like, like an earthworm. And then they go down the chute to save themselves like the rug burn. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Flint tries what? to like surf down on his feet. It's very, it's very small. Oh. It's like you'd be sliding oh. on your back. In that case, I slide on my back in like the least cool-looking way, For sure. but absolutely like trying to save myself. Yeah. Uh, June, June just, you know, goes down as as normally and cool as possible. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. You know, it'll uh, might give you a little bit of burn here and there, but if you like adjust yourself correctly, you'll be fine. We're in a nice coat, and there you are in a dark stone room where uh, some sort of ritual sacrifice happened. Hey, this is fucky. Hey, Lee. Yeah. Would would diving down that chute count as charging into immediate danger without hedging my bets? Sure. <laughs> so I'm going to use my what could go wrong skill. Alrighty, and what what are you trying to do here? Uh, nothing in right now, but it gives me two holds, which I can use to either inflict harm, reduce someone's harm, or take as a plus two forward to act under pressure. For sure, for sure. Just, just so I figured I'd mention it. Yeah. All right. Um. Do I do I see anywhere that would look like what I saw from the vision I had? Absolutely, center of the room. Uh, it doesn't look like there's like big red runes here anymore, but this was easily the place where it would have been. I'm going to go stand there. You do so. I'm going to take the duct tape, and um, I'd like to cover the silly string in it, uh, like the the silly string bottle, and Mm -hmm. um, cover the duct tape in salt. Nice. Okay, for sure. Um, And I'm going to ready uh, the lighter and the knife. I'm going to start looking around the room, seeing if there's anything that I could use to figure out exactly what happened here or who did it. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, go ahead and roll me investigate a mystery. Oh, that fell. That fell again. Six and a one's a seven plus three, ten. Ten, beautiful. Okay, go ahead and hold two. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Uh, what happened here? For sure. Now, uh, based on the scratches, based on the knife marks, the fact that there is a, a deep puncture in the center of the room into the, the stone, 
uh, you are certain that some form of like ritualistic sacrifice happened here. And you know that if there is a, a, some sort of shadowy organization that works with monsters, something similar to that happened. Uh, I think you can uh, gather that, uh, of course, a person was killed here for sure. Uh, and you can also gather uh, that there was some sort of distress on the part of the murderers uh, who, who did it, where uh, the scratches on the walls seem frantic. Uh, they all lead towards the chute as if they were clambering to get out of the room uh, at, all at once. Uh, so what happened here? Uh, after the process of sacrificing someone, something happened that was so bad uh, that the murderers desperately needed to escape. Or that, uh, yeah, or they angrily tried to escape. Either one. What kind of creature was it? Uh, the what? What caused them all to run like that? Uh, and I, I think that would be a different question. Oh. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'll give you a little bit of hint here. Uh, what made them run is not a is not a monster. Oh. What's being concealed here? For sure. You can tell that uh, one of the monsters didn't, or one of the, the murderers didn't even make it up to the chute. For sure, uh, they died. That immediately after the sacrifice, something killed them. One of them clearly got too weak and died very quickly on. One of them made it out and presumably died after the fact. Oh. So, uh, whoever killed whoever in here, all of them were murdered almost immediately after. I, I think we're dealing with more than one ghost. I. What is being concealed here? Absolutely, that is true. Oh, okay. You were dealing with your best guess? Three. <sighs> This is really fucky. I think amongst that, you also find, uh, like, the, the pieces here, like a series of scratches that might have indicated, like, a time or a date. Uh, like, uh, you know, how people, like, tally the time they spent in here. Uh, and based on the where, uh, I think you can guess roughly, uh, 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 you know, with uh, some, like, deep, deep inspection, the like magnifying glass and everything necessary uh, that they inscribed on uh, April 14th, uh, 30 years ago to the day. Uh, okay, so do we have any, uh, are there any remains down here? Don't seem to be, which means they must have been taken. So at least one person's still alive, I'm guessing. Whoever it was can do some magic. I mean... Cleo was alive. Are we sure about that? Cleo runs. Whatever it is that's in here tried to kill Cleo with a meat cleaver and a stone. Yeah, well. Unless she was doing it to fool me. Yeah, well, apparently smacking ghosts with wine bottles works also, so. Who's to say that Cleo's I just mean, why would the ghosts be trying to kill each other? Because one person was sacrificed. Cleo seems so nice. And, and Monty and. Dexter have interacted with Cleo repeatedly, whereas they haven't seemed to, to interact with Ezra. Yeah, we're dealing with at least three ghosts here, people. 
I just don't think Cleo's one of them. We're throwing salt at her regardless. Fine by me. Um, well, last time I wanted to talk to the ghost, I just yelled like, hey, ghosts, are you here? How about this? Why don't you guys try to, can't you look through time? We have a specific date. Oh, I don't have any juice. I guess. All the components. I got stuff. Uh, and I think, uh, Beck pats like their lunchbox. <laughs> look, I mean, I don't want to force you to look at, you know, group murder, but I mean, I already did. and I'm fine. So. Right? Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's do it. I'm fine, right? Oh, I'll try sh- and help out, but I don't know how helpful I'll be. For sure. Uh, Beck, go ahead and roll it. Is more than one person allowed to help? Yeah. Doesn't help, though. That's too bad. Do I do negative to them if I try to help? And- uh, no, you expose yourself to danger, so I'll deal with that in a moment. Uh, uh, I just rolled a five. So, Beck rolled a ten. I got a seven. I got a four trying to help. Y'all gotta just let them roll first and then roll after. Yeah. <laughs> well, I helped. Uh, this is the one thing I'm sure. very good at. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, okay, the two of you mark experience, and I will deal with that in a second. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Beck, what does it look like as you look into this day? Beck um, has a, gets like a plastic pinwheel out of their lunchbox and starts to spin it over and over and over again. June's like in the background like, what do you want me to do with the slinky? <laughs> you don't use the slinky for... Okay, I'll explain it later. And, and they're uh, spinning the... I'm going to add slinky to my list. Uh, they, they spin the pinwheel over and over and over again um, until the pinwheel starts to kind of create this like projection on maybe an open wall. Um that shows the scene that Beck is trying to find using the date that we have. Okay. Uh, as a reminder, only you see this? Yeah. Uh, so as you are uh, 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 taking a look, you basically have a view from the wall it's projected on, yeah. where you see uh, the room is alight with candles oh so many years ago. There is uh, a wooden table with bones and some kind of liquids on it. There are uh, chains in the support, the stone support beams that are all attached to a, a sort of shadowed figure on the ground. Uh, we see uh, two figures with cow skull masks, uh, and, and there are like red tunics and belts along their arms as they uh, uh, m- uh, move about the room. One of which uh, is like standing by the table, uh, scrawling something on uh, like some form of like vellum or something like that, and the other. Is uh, uh, moving over to this this figure, uh, knife in hand, uh, uh, and when they're they're talking uh, between each other, they have like really normal voices. They don't sound like they're like demons or something. They're just like, uh, and yeah, you're gonna go to Craig's uh, 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 party after this, a uh, couple days, and you hear, yeah, I was uh, thinking something like that, you know. But I after these, I usually get so tired, and I don't really want to see anybody. That's you know. It's, Really not my my my, uh, my my bag, but you know, I want to be nice to the guy. He's new, uh, and it sounds crazy weird. 
coming from these like cow skull masks like they they sound so normal and and simple but the thing they are enacting is like so obviously evil and wicked and vile and when the uh one with the knife stands over the the figure they uh, uh they shout the same words uh of uh uh, a great visitor bring us salvation and they plunge the knife straight downwards and nothing happens the person screams but it's quiet and they just look at each other shrug and uh, uh, they start to, to walk towards each other and the one with the knife starts to stagger and spit comes out of the front of the skull mask the knife drops they spit again and blood starts uh, coming out of their mouth and they cough and cough and they uh 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 say what the, what the fuck uh, the uh, other one immediately starts retching and they uh, pick up a wine glass and smash it oh, on the ground they, uh, their hands start to change slightly we see that the elongated hands start to grow claws as they uh, race towards the chute and they are scratching through the stone where, as they are running and one of them drops immediately they can't withstand it and they just die right there and they they sit and do nothing as the other one clambers up and we hear a scream upstairs and it sounds like Cleopatra's voice I understand that the two cultists have bone masks on uh, but does the sacrificed person look familiar at all Uh, no I don't think so I don't think they look like any of the staff here cool Uh, I think that uh, Beck in real time gives a, a gasp and drops the pinwheel, and as it, like, taps against the ground, it begins to dissipate into the ether, and they relate what they just saw. So Ezra killed them. I mean, maybe, uh, they they had, like, oh, they had, um, they had, like, masks on the whole time, so it was kind of hard to tell. Uh, Lee, did the did the voices sound familiar at all, coming from the two cultists? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they sound like anyone you know. They just sound like average Joes. Like, they just sound like people who probably live in town. Yeah, I, I don't know if Ezra was connected, at least not in this particular, you know, Right, but if they just checked the wine glass, and Ezra's only thing is poisoning wine. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe. Can we summon like, them here somehow? Oh, wait. And, Ezra, and, and and Cleo told me that Ezra had no problem kicking out people that shouldn't be here. So, so Ezra knew that there was like weird cult activity happening, and they decided that they wanted to get rid of the evil cultists, so they poisoned whatever they were drinking to fuck Maybe. them over? Maybe. Maybe maybe Ezra's like a like a good ghost, like a Casper situation. They just come off as really creepy. I don't know. Maybe Ezra's trying to do some. You type hear a slight shifting on the ground. Mass sacrifice. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's bad. Or maybe they're bad. I don't know. But I think Ezra. Here's did. here's the thought. Maybe the ghosts that are still here aren't the people who did the sacrificing maybe or the sacrificee maybe they're just the staff maybe the people who did the sacrificing are gone far gone already maybe the person who's been sacrificed is far gone already 
and we're just cleaning up their aftermath. I'm going to finish duct taping the lighter to my silly string concoction. For sure. You hear more, uh, uh, like, shuffling along the ground. Is it in this room, or is it, like, up at the... For sure. It's in this room. Can we see where it's originating from, or is it a general sound? Uh, I think you can hear, like, metal scraping along the ground where the armor is. Can I go over and look through the armor? Yes, you can. And you are immediately smacked by an iron mace as the armor starts to rise into a humanoid shape. Uh, This sort of telekinetic force gives it full form as the gauntlet's fingers start to uh, uh, flex back and forth. The mace moves to its hand, and you take two harm. Uh, Uh, I'm going to reduce that by one using one of my holds. For sure. Um, But I'm still unstable. I am going to activate the vacuum. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, as you do so, uh, you notice that there are uh, is a uh, like uh, a, a quick like power failure. Uh, as soon as you start to power it up, like the battery slightly bursts uh, as a hard move from your earlier failure. Uh, act under pressure to like fix it before it goes too late, before it stops. Oh, thank God. Thank God that I've read about this sort of exact thing in the Luigi's Mansion instruction manual. She says you're welcome. Because <laughs> that is a 7 plus 3, so a 10 to act under pressure. And uh, you do so. The machine is safe for now. It'll still take some time to power up, but it's on. Ugh. What do you do? Uh, Beck, well, does anyone else want to try a thing? You got this. You got yeah. You Beck, got this. Beck, Beck goes to, uh, <laughs> turns to Jiren real quick and says, "Bean me." Oh, I throw the beans. Uh, uh, <laughs> Beck grabs the mighty beans uh, and uh, chucks them at the the suit of armor and tries to cap uh, cast uh, like trap a creature. Uh, go for it. Yeah, roll me roll me some magic. So that's a, a 12. Yeah, you do. You set out to do. Uh, what does it look like when they are trapped? So the Mighty Bean no. rose to incredible size, and it's sort of like pokeballs uh, around the creature. And then the, the imagery on the oversized Mighty Bean changes so that it looks like a cartoonish version of the suit of armor. Very nice. I love it. Uh, so it is trapped in place. It can still act but it can't move from this spot. Sure, but it is now a giant mighty bean. <laughs> it is now in a giant mighty bean, yes. Uh, All right, who's up next? Mighty bean, oh, I don't yeah. know if you have sponsor money uh, left, but back this horse. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Are there any other Caspers about? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I think you can see that there is like uh, the like the moving of the chains implying that one of them decided to settle into, like, this armor and have, like, a more, like, mighty form, and the other one is more of, you can take more, more of, like, an environmental route. Right. But I, like, kind of have a good idea of where it is, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to try and set off this, like, hand grenade I've, I've concocted here. My God. Uh, so my thought is, uh, you know, kind of in conjunction stab the silly string bottle with the knife while igniting the lighter 
and then throwing it. Okay. Give me an act under pressure to not hurt yourself in this process, because that is extremely dangerous to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to do this shit all the time. Andy, my God. Um, an eight? Uh, an eight. Uh, price to pay. This is going to fucking hurt. Yeah, sure. Uh, as you... As you jab a knife into it, light it, and throw it, it blows way too close to you. Yeah, uh, you can see that the the uh, like telekinetic force that was raising the chains and was probably going to try and like lock you guys and bind you into place uh, uh, scatters for a moment uh, as you uh, take a bit of like metal to the chest, and I think you take uh, uh, one. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, da -da 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 -da. yeah, one harm. Ignore armor if you have it. I uh, I drop to my knees and I look up as the explosion happens and the rock salt goes everywhere. And uh, I look at uh, Vec, and I say, bippity boppity boom <laughs> Very nice. Your magic does work, uh, kid. <laughs> uh, Cassius or, or, uh, or Flint, what you got? Uh, I think I am going to take the salt shaker that I've pocketed from Cleo giving me a uh, the shaker, because I think I took the shaker as well. As yeah, like sure. A normal tub. Uh, and I'm just gonna open it and fucking huck it at the, the suit of armor and try to see if I can land it inside so that it'll like spill along the interior of it. Uh, sure, give me a little kick some ass. And, uh, I... Do you get anything from that? From uh, uh, the uh, charging into danger thing, or what could go wrong? No, no, I okay. only I can choose to inflict a harm. I was going to say, sure. could I argue potentially maybe that this might be act under pressure just to try to, like, basketball shot it into the helmet? Or It is is still effectively trying to hurt it. Also valid. Yeah. Um, kick some ass is just going to be a seven. Uh, seven. You uh, inflict harm upon each other. I think it, like, throws the mace it has at you, but it moves with, like, telekinetic force. Yeah. Uh, so it, like, goes straight towards you. It's like a weird, like, knife throw. Uh, and I, I uh, slams into you. So it's like a little trade-off as the two of you throw the objects at each mm -hmm. other. Uh, and as the iron mace smacks you in the chest uh, for a harm, uh, you uh, uh, land this like salt in a, in a uh, little chamber that is uh, in between like its helmet, like the visor, and it starts to ring down, and it starts to like vibrate as it's clearly trying to like get it out. Like it drops uh, like part of the gauntlet and tries to, like, rip open part of the armor to get it out. Nice. Uh, you said one harm? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna use my second hold from what could go wrong to reduce that harm by one. Alrighty. Uh, then you're, you're totally safe. Uh, however, we do see that the, uh, uh, the mace starts, uh, traveling along the ground, like, dragging and scraping along the floor towards the armor. Uh, Flint. Uh, I'm not sure what I have to do to keep the uh, vacuum working, considering it's supposed to take a while to activate. Uh, I think same deal. Let's go another action under pressure to to uh, get it running in like this high stress situation. And after that, I think it'll be good to go. Uh, I forget. Do I have to announce power of the heart before I know what he gets, or can I do it? Uh, no, you can just do it after. Same with other help out. Uh, or, I didn't know. Please do power of the heart because despite my yeah. plus three, I've only got six. Then it is considerate done. Alrighty. Oh. Uh, price to pay. Uh, your attention is very specifically on this machine. 
uh, as uh, uh, Cassius. What are you doing to help? Um, oh, what what is it specifically that Flint is doing with the vacuum? Uh, I think he he has to focus on like uh, uh, it's already been powered. Uh, I think it's like operating system is not, it's not meant for this. Uh, so like the 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 like I don't know mechanical terms sucker. You know what I'm saying when I say sucker in the vacuum uh, has like has to like have focused power, and I think they're trying to like make it like more conical and stuff uh, like that. Like the hose. I think yeah. I th- I'm yeah. like taking duct think- tape to hold it together and. Real quick, grabbing, like, a cardboard tube from, like, my pocket to, like, aim it. And just trying to do everything I can to keep this thing from falling apart. I think maybe Cassius is a little over towards June. And uh, sort of seeing Flint struggling to improvise this, maybe grab some of those. I don't know if June brought those tools with them. Yeah, yeah, I brought a toolcase with me. Yeah, so maybe I'm, take like, tossing tools over to Flint from the case. Sure, that sure. Had. Uh, still get a, a price to pay. Uh, so Flint, as uh, uh, you are focusing on this thing, and I think all of your attention's on it, uh, you don't notice that uh, uh, the uh, one of the shackles is uh, has been like snaking towards you, and uh, it snaps around your ankle and flips you downward, and you drop the uh, 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 the machine. Uh, and it skids across the ground. Uh, and I think for this turn, you could not get to it. It's still operating. You know it's working. Uh, but it's not in your hands, and you're not using it right now, and that's bad. Ah, fuck! Very nice. Uh, I believe it's back to Beck? Uh, I think that Beck uh, was almost taking a second to, like, they whip out their chuck... Uh, and they were almost about to try to enchant it while, like, muttering under their breath something to the effect of, like, structure, discipline, uh, patience. Uh, and then they see, um, you know, their friends get attacked, whether or not they're able to, like, deal with the blows or not. And they go, fuck it. And they whip out their second pair of chucks, and they're going to try to double chuck uh, the ghost that um, June is fighting. Oh, yeah, so the one that's, like, intangible, kind of, like, intangible right now and is, like, kind of moving around the room? Yeah. Uh, go for it. Can I not chuck them because they're intangible? I think it'll be very hard, um, and it would be less about, like, hurting it and more about, like, throwing it off. Uh, that's a nine. On a nine, uh, the two of you harm each other. As you, uh, are uh, swinging kind of wildly at the sort of amorphous force... Uh, it like keeps trying to ensnare you in these chains uh, and you uh, smack into something. There's definitely something there, but it doesn't like like make noises or anything to indicate that it's feeling pain. Uh, and uh, your nunchucks hit and get stopped by force. It lands on something. Uh, but at the same time, uh, two of the chains in the back are, are, are uh, like snaking onto you. Uh, but when they do so, when they get around your legs and you're uh, uh, starting to get pulled towards the uh, stone like pillars that are in the room, you can see that like the chains have cracks in them. Like uh, uh, when the explosion happened, uh, that they like uh, uh, like fractured parts of the, these things it's using to try and trap you. Okay. How much harm do I take? Oh, uh, uh, one. Okay. But you are restrained, which is a big thing. Yeah. 
All right, June. I'm going to run over towards the uh, the vacuum, and I'm going to take the salt I was working with, and uh, while standing next to the vacuum, form a circle around myself with the salt sure. to keep the vacuum safe, um, and ideally myself. Uh, do I have to do anything to keep the vacuum working? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's, it's operating, it's doing okay. Uh, if there's anything else you like to do, I think that you can do that fairly quickly. Okay. Um, I am going to call out to Beck and say, "You're doing great. Keep it up. Keep 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 it up." <laughs> All right. Uh, if you would like, that can be your turn. Yep. All right. I don't think there's okay. much I can do. I mean, you have like a number of like weapons at your uh, disposal—not weapons, weapons—but you know what I mean. Yeah. June, yeah. June, look into my lunchbox. <laughs> uh, I go over to the lunchbox and like uh, I pull out like a yo-yo and like uh, a, a fucking. Uh... June, use your uh, imagination, like, June. Like, like a, a, a top, like Inception. I'm just like, what the fuck does any of this do? And. Uh, as Beck says, use your imagination. I'd like to uh, try and use magic. For sure. For what purpose? Um, I'm going to try and pull Beck out from being grappled. Uh, okay. What effect do you, you're trying to pull here? Um, I don't know. Uh, something beyond human limitations. I want to free my friend. That seems fine. That seems fair. All right. Uh... Uh, I think actually a, a more appropriate one is banish a spirit from the object it inhabits. Sure. Okay. Um, six plus two, eight. Choose a glitch. Effect is weakened. Short duration. One harm. Ignore armor. Magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or it has a problematic side effect. Uh, I think short duration. Okay, that's too fair. Uh. I yell out I positive thinking and uh the yo-yo flies from my hand and wraps around Beck's leg and pulls back to the ground for sure uh you are free of the the chains for the immediate future the creature or the the intangible spirit seems to have vacated the chains for the moment but it will probably come back relatively soon I'm just like looking at Beck like is did I do good is that yeah. the fuck is that <laughs> this is nonsense uh Cassius what's up I'm going to run over to Flint try to get him out of that. Uh, I think I'm going to toss my gun aside and sort of charge headfirst into the chains to try to disrupt them. Uh, and I'm wondering if that could be another what could go wrong, as I am charging into immediate danger without hedging my bets. That's my line of thinking with the throwing the pistol away. Go for it. All right. Uh, would it be like a little under pressure? pressure? Yeah. So I'm going to spend one of my holds to get a plus two to that. For sure. Oh, well, I didn't fucking need it because that's double sixes. Nice, nice. Uh, you slam into the chain, and I think it had already started getting weakened by the one, this the salt blast, and then two, this like banishment magic. And as you uh, slam into the chain, it, it like flies off of uh, Flint's like ankle, and, and he is free. Uh, where, 
Am I, can I like, my, no, no harm comes to you. Yeah. Can I spend my other har- uh, holds to inflict one harm to the chains as I spear tap? <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you break through it, uh, for sure. And uh, I think that one is unusable to this this, uh, this entity. Yeah, I'm just so fired up on silly string gas. <laughs> uh, Flint, it's your turn. Just, uh, is the suit of armor still around somewhere? Yeah, it never moved. It's still in the Mighty Bean. It's just at the moment trying to remove a salt shaker from its, like, cavity. It's been, uh, it's been Kirby'd. Yeah, it's, like, cartoonishly handled right now, to be honest. (laughs) Can we take a second to acknowledge that comment, that sentence? It is still trapped in the Mighty Bean, trying to get the salt shaker out of its cavity. I don't feel like it's accurate to say that it is, like, trapped in the Mighty Bean. I think it is the Mighty Bean. (laughs) I, I, anyways, what are you doing? I'm going to shake the mighty bean and yell, where is my bag? Uh, for sure. The device is safe right now if you want to use it for what it's worth. Oh, it is? Then yeah, I want to use it. Uh, on, on which one? The intangible one or the, the one in the arm? The intangible one. All right, go ahead and give me a, a little kick some ass here. Uh. Oh no, come back, dice. That is way too far away. Seven. Uh, seven, you inflict harm on each other. Uh, uh, what does the device look like when it is actually operational? Uh, it looks like a... Like, what does the effect of it look like as it's absorbing a specter into its little It looks like a mini hand vacuum firing (laughs) out a spiraled... (laughs) (laughs) Firing out a spiraled wave of energy that is sucking inwards. Okay. And... We okay. are we are all laughing because when he asked what it looks like, I reached under my desk on Zoom and picked up a mini vac. <laughs> so prepared. You use your your vacuum uh, to to start. We see like this sort of like heat distortiony looking entity that starts to become more and more physical, uh, and as the uh, sort of like. It's it's not magic. It's weird science, but it sure looks like magic. Uh, it's like energy beam <laughs> uh, connects with this uh, this force, and it starts to apply little bits of color to it, and it looks like the sort of uh, like cloud that's trying to uh, like expand and stretch and form hands and reach and hold on to the uh, like stone pillars, and I think it grabs uh, a, a rock that was like coming out of them, and as it gets sucked into the vacuum cleaner, uh, it managed to at least smash your face with the rock. And you take uh, two harm. Ah! My face! Uh, I think the rock breaks on your face. And there's a ghost inside your vacuum. The vacuum sucks it into the mirror, right? Yeah, effectively. Cool, cool. Alright, one down, two to go. What's the storage capacity on that? Good question. Let's find Is out. Is this the Phantom the Thermos? Like, how many can we put in there? <laughs> uh, back, you're up. Uh, okay, so we got one ghost in the vacuum. 
is there still a is there still a ghost inside of Mighty Bean? Yeah. All right. I'm... It is. It has. It like like removed parts of its armor. I think the as you are are paying attention to it, it has managed to at least release the salt shaker. But it has like dropped a, a parts of its armor to be able to do so. I I think that I'm gonna finish what I started and I'm gonna focus on the the Mighty Bean ghost. Um, and I want to try to uh, banish it using the um, use magic roll. Okay. Uh, banish uh, a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. Okay. Are you trying to get it out of the armor? I kind of want to get it out of the hotel, uh, assuming that uh, it haunts the hotel. Okay. Uh, that doesn't mean it stops existing. It just means that it's not here anymore. Uh, I think we want it here because we want to suck it up. Yeah? Okay. Well. You've got it in a good position. I mean, it's it's trapped. That trap, it'll eventually break out of that. Uh, but it, it doesn't have its mace on it at the moment and stripped off some of its armor. Okay, then I guess I'll, I'll just try to kick its ass. For sure. Have at it. <laughs> Double check it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, eight... That is a nine. Uh, nine. Power the heart to break it at a ten. What? Uh, uh, the two of you square up as it uh, its mace finally gets into its hand, uh, and uh, as you uh, approach to it, that can pick an extra effect real quick, and I'll, I'll uh, and Cassius, how do you help make that effect happen? Uh, I think that I will inflict terrible harm. I I think I've uh picked up some of the broken chains and I've run over to it swinging them wildly at it shouting I am the chain ghost now <laughs> you shout I am the chain ghost now and the two of you smack the uh, entity at the same time uh, and uh, Beck uh, I think you take I want to say two harm here as it uh, swings its mace down on you hard uh, ignore armor so but per the uh, the necklace I take one armor because when I inflict terrible harm, I suffer one less armor. Uh, one less harm, uh, rather. Yeah, yeah. So effectively, you take one right now. Nice. Uh, as it smacks into you, uh, it, it, you are, are able to, like, fend some of it off with your internal magic. And Cassius, you're fine. Uh, you <laughs> smack it at a distance with your chain. Very, very nice. Uh, and I think some part of its uh, armor has, like, broken off from your nunchuck strikes. As you deal, how many harm? I do. Uh, well, inflicting terrible harm, I inflict four harm. Very nice. Uh, it, it's, it is wearing armor, so some of that goes down. Uh, but it, it still definitely is hurt by this process. June? Um, I would like to look around the room for to see if there's any sort of like secret occult objects that we have not noticed. Uh, okay, give me, give me a little read about situation. Sure. That is going to be a seven. Uh, seven, pick one. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? If most vulnerable could be, uh, stretched to what could fit in my pocket that is potentially powerful and, uh, maybe evil... I would like to pick what is most vulnerable to go in my pocket. <laughs> what is most susceptible to my <laughs> thievery? Uh, hmm. 
maybe there's nothing, but maybe there's something that June can uh can 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 get their their mitts on. Man, uh, what did I, what, I did not expect that that uh, very specific question. Um, hmm. You could pull a J.J. Abrams and say there's a mystery box. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah, because um, people definitely like the payoffs to those. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! So I think as you are, are trying to investigate the room, I think the, the thing that uh, uh, puzzles you is that for the most part, it seems like it's been picked clean. Like someone would have had to have come down here after the fact to remove the bodies, the knife, the, the occult texts that were in here, the bones, the the like the costumes that they wear. It's already been looted. Uh, okay. Uh, and as you are, are looking about, the armor's still here. Uh, so for that to, to stay here, either the person uh, who picked through it either didn't decide that it was important or it was maybe something they couldn't touch. And in that way, it might be worthwhile to you later. Hmm. Okie dokie. Uh, cool, cool. I will, uh, if I can, scoop up a piece of it. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's easy. Uh, the, the, the knight has been, like, removing parts of itself yeah. to, uh, get the, the, shake, the shaker out. So I think, yeah, you can, like, uh, get, like, uh, one of its, like, leg tacit things that hangs over his thigh off. For sure. Uh, and I believe that brings us to Cassius. Um... Fuck, I don't really know what to do because I'm shit at kicking ass. So, uh, I'm willing to take a weird and risky bet. I am going to, uh, I, I think I probably still have Gert in one hand somehow, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I think I'm going to look down at Gert. I'm going to approach the suit of armor and try to get a hand on it and shout, Who are you? And I'm going to try to use sensitive on it. Okay, Ooh. yeah, for sure. Uh, that is a eight brought down to a seven. Uh, a seven. So you get like a hazy vision, right? Yes. Uh, oh, for sure. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, as you uh get a hand on the knight, it, you can uh feel this like gauntlet wrap around your wrist as you put yourself in pretty immediate danger here. Yeah. Uh, but as you say, who are you? Uh, the camera pans down to Gert's beady little black eyes. Uh, and they connect with yours as you look back down at her. Uh, and your eyes gloss over. Your vision starts to drift away from this scene. Uh, we see a, a uh, like middle-aged woman sitting in like an office uh, that was... I mean, you've been in Cleo's office. It was this office. It seems pretty well-to-do. They dress nice. They keep a lot of nice things around them. Uh, and they look pleasant, uh, amenable. And you see that like uh, you can't read their name, but their name is definitely on the desk. And as you uh, are, are seeing this sort of hazy impression, you see that uh, a, a younger uh, Cleo walks into the room, and she's still got the fingers on her hand. Her, she doesn't have that scar across her face. Uh, and uh, the person sitting at the desk, who is this specter, tells them to uh, uh, like get back to work. Like they're they're uh, they're like being you know rude, being uh, telling them like. Uh, uh, we are not, uh, if, if you have time to come into my room, you have time to, to clean, get out of here. Uh, and what you, uh, learn roughly is that this person, uh, was once the manager of this place. And if they have, uh, like the beacon connections, 
And you, I think you can make a pretty decent guess as to why this building has a bunch of like secret rooms and such. Yeah. Um, word. That's probably all my turn, I imagine. Um, it, it does take a lot out of you, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna shout. Uh, well, now you get to watch while we destroy your fucking hotel. And then it's whoever's turn. Yeah, Flint. All turn. right. Uh, I've still got the vacuum running, and there's one more ghost in this room. Uh, before I yeah, kick some okay. ass, I look at the group, and I'm like, I counted at least potentially three ghosts when doing my research. So while I uh, try to suck and blow this thing, could people oh. take a look around and see if there's anything else? Yeah, I, I was the one who blew on the team, but yeah, go for it. Come on, guys. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Flint, the, the uh, creature is heavily damaged by this point. Uh, go ahead and add a plus two to your roll. Oh, with a plus two, that brings it up to a uh, ten. Beautiful. Uh, you do you said I do pick an extra effect. Uh, you gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm. Uh, I don't think no, if that's ne- necessary. Uh, you suffer less harm, or you force them where you want. Them. I'm going to uh, suffer less harm. Uh, for sure. Uh, as you uh, uh, absorb another energy, be- or as another energy beam emerges from this vacuum, uh, and you start to absorb the knight uh, or the specter within it, uh, it makes one last ditch effort where it removes its helmet and throws it at you. Uh, right as it's uh, like getting halfway through into the vacuum, uh, and you take a harm, uh, or, or yeah, you take a harm, and I think it's that's just reduced to zero. Awesome. And you are, at the time being, relatively safe. The the vacuum is cold and shaking, uh, as you can uh, almost hear like the the vacuum sounds. It makes like vacuum sounds like that, but sort of whirring. But in it, you can almost hear like these like tortured screams. You can hear. Uh, d- does this mirror have a have a holding limit? I don't know. I'm going to try to shake the vacuum to pack down through the uh, purifying herbs into the mirror. Uh, for sure. Uh, as you do so, uh, I mean, it gets quieter and quieter as you move on. I don't think there are any roles required necessarily there. I think for the time being, you seem to be relatively safe. All right, there should be one more ghost. Are we sure it's not just Ezra? I mean, we salted them, so... Do we know that neither of these are Ezra? I know the one that, the one I touched was, I think, the manager before, Cleo. Can, can we talk to them, or are they, like, too far gone, do you think? I think these were the people that were doing all this shit, so I don't know if talking to them is going to really... I look down the barrel of the vacuum. Hey, can you hear me? <laughs> no response. Uh, I take out some beer bottles and start clanging them together and go, Ezra, come out to play. <laughs> uh, you hear up the chute. Uh, hey, can I get you? Huh? Hey, uh, down here. Ezra, we're down here. Can you- down where? Down the chute. Can you bring us some drinks down the chute? We might be able to get Ezra to pass on. Ezra was just trying to get rid of the cultists. The cultists are gone. 
I, I don't think I can go down the fireplace. Hello? Um, do you, oh, do you need help? Oh, okay, I'll find um, some rope or something. Thank you. Hmm. You hear, like, the footsteps patter. I think Ezra might just be a ghost. Yeah, right? yeah. I think the other two were the harmful ones. I think Ezra's but not. If Ezra, well, let's go let's see if Ezra unfinished that, business. Yeah, Ezra's, that they're dead. Again. Uh, Lee, is it possible for us to, like, do any of us really know what the difference between a ghost and a poltergeist is, per se? I think uh, uh, Flynn has spent enough uh, what sort of creature is it to, to, to get this at this point. I, I think uh, now that you've actually run into the two things, for sure, uh, that, yeah, there is a tangible difference between a, a poltergeist and a ghost, for sure. Uh, one has, like, genuine malevolent power and is able to harm things, and one of them uh, is often more of, like, a psychic imprint and tries to repeat a lot of behaviors uh, and can, uh, in, in, in some cases, affect the world around them. Uh, and, and be physical, uh, there are probably more ghosts than just Ezra in any given situation that people interact with and think we're just a person. Hey, we should figure out if Ezra just wants to keep working at the hotel. I th think Ezra wants to kill the cultists. I think that's why Ezra kept making the poison. Oh, yeah, line. Ezra's poisoning people. Yeah, we, we need to get Ezra to pass on. Also, uh... I did get hit in the chest with a mace, and I do think I'm bleeding inside. Oh, boy. Whenever we get to that. Okay. Um, but yes, I think my insides are bleeding. This is like the least I've ever gotten fucked up in a fight. I'm feeling great. Yeah, I know. Same. Well, I'm, I'm very happy for you, June. Yeah. It seems as though my track record of continuously getting the shit kicked out of me is holding for the moment. Okay. June's time was much earlier. Uh, I think that Sebek <laughs> goes over to Cassius and like kneels down uh, beside them. Oh, thanks, Beck. Do you have any more, Mister Pib? Uh, not exactly. But uh, on my notes, I have written down ravioli wizard for quite a time. So uh, Beck goes into their lunchbox and uh, uh, they ask, um. Uh, Cash, what's like your favorite uh, food in, in the world? Um, my favorite food in the world? Yeah. It's crab. Not lobster, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Maryland blue Ooh. crab. I actually, I actually fucked that one up. That's only a six. <laughs> if anyone wants to help, I'll help. Thank you. For sure. That makes sense. Uh, that is a seven for helping. That brings it up to a seven. Uh, uh, no. use a glitch. Uh, now that June has learned the power of imagination. Yeah, it's yeah. all that matters. Uh, okay. So I'm going to do magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Um, or you know what? No, 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 no. no. I'm going to do it has a problematic, <laughs> has a problematic side effect because it makes more sense for this. Uh, uh, Beck, um, Pulls out a can of uh, Chef Boyardee from their their lunchbox, uh, and they they crack it open and they have like a little plastic spork and they give it to Cassius and they say, "Eat up, bud." This is yeah. Uh, why did you ask me what my favorite food was only to give me this? Because when when Cassius eats it, it, it restores one uh, uh, harm, and it also tastes like their favorite food. 
Uh, but it will also give them oh. a problematic side effect. Food poisoning. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny if this was really a, old. A shellfish shit. allergy, and it all sort of met zeroes <laughs> itself in the end. Oh, oh fuck! He's in the background, like dancing with the slinky again. Like, what? What? Am, am, am I helping? Is this helping? Is this? Uh, Cassius, you heal the harm, but your face yellows and your eyes get a little uh, yellow, and you look jaundiced as all hell. Uh, and I'm going to say that you have a minus two on charm rules uh, until you're, you start to feel a little bit better. You also just look terrible. It is maybe old Chef Boyard. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, weirdly, yeah, I can doubt. Sure tastes um, like crab, though, huh? I mean, yeah, really. I don't think I'm going to want crab anymore, but it does taste like crab. You threw up a little bit in your mouth. Mr. Parody. Oh, not, not in my mouth. I'll, I'll throw up right on the floor. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I not not my floor. Mr. Boyardee, if you have any of that good, good uh, money for us, we would we would love to do an ad for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we've spoken well of your products. Uh, but yeah, uh, I assume you guys don't stick around in here, yeah? No, I climb back no, up. No, Cassius threw up in here. It's, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, and, and all the ritual sacrifice. Yeah, it's a bad place to be. Yeah. Uh, you uh, emerge from the top, and as you uh, uh, do so, Ezra walks in and goes, Hi, hello, Hi, how are you doing? Uh, uh, can I get you all a drink? It's on the house. Uh, I immediately kind of scoot past him and just start salting the doorway. Sure. And the, the, the wall. Yeah, I, oh, salt, thanks, I, Ezra. I salt the other wall so that like he can't leave. Till we have mm-hmm. this conversation. Thank Israel, but I don't, I don't drink, so I'm, I'm good. Alrighty. Well, if you change your mind, let me know. Hey, uh, hey, pal. I, can I call yeah. You? What can I get for can you? Can I call you? Can I call you, pal, Ezra? You can call me whatever you want. Um, just not late to dinner. Haha. <laughs> uh, the cultists are are like extra dead now they're like spiritually sucked into a, a thing so you're you're done my guy my friend you've done a good bang up job from one non-binary queer to another your mission is 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 over they look at you with bewilderment uh and they they, they like look around the room. They look uh, around the shoot. Uh, uh, they look at the wine, and and it is empty now. Uh, and they stare for a moment, uh, and they they say, "I did it." I'm I'm gonna like give them a salute and say, uh, "The only binary I believe in is Carol Danvers. You 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 done it. You're set." So. Leo's okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna live a long and, and happy life. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh oh, I hope you guys have a lovely stay. Uh I, I think I can take the day off then, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. You deserve some time off. Yeah. Man. Should I call the cops? Nah, yeah. they suck. Uh yeah, all right. Um, uh, I, 
what was your? I'm sorry. I I I normally am a lot better about this, but what were your names again? I'm Flint. Uh, I'll step forward and I'm gonna take that little <laughs> the, uh, employee review card that Dexter gave us. I'm gonna go. Hi, Ezra. My name is Bill Edwards, and I'm gonna fill out the best fucking review for you. You take your day off and you enjoy it. They take the card and they smile and there's like a tear in their eye. Five star. Yeah. I drew in an extra sixth one just for you, Ezra. They look uh, over over the moon. And uh, all of a sudden, the candles in the room uh, flicker. They uh, uh, start to head towards the door. And as they cross the salt threshold, they just sort of dissipate. The room gets colder and then warmer. And the sun peeks through a window. Normally, I would say poisoning people to death when they stay at your hotel is a bad thing. But in this case, I think uh, I think we, we learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, poisoning, About poisoning, poisoning. people's okay. <laughs> poisoning crazy cultists is, a, is it's probably a good, a good thing. Absolutely. We, uh, the camera pans up as we uh, start to move through several of the windows in the hotel. We see a young Cleo uh, with, you know, her hand intact, walking uh, about the halls uh, as she passes by a still-looking the same uh, Ezra, who uh, tells them that they are doing just an absolutely wonderful job. Don't listen to what she says. Uh, you know, you're going to be great. You know, next thing you know, you're going to be manager someday. Uh, and, and walks on. And we see Ezra walk by the, the office uh, as we, they seem to overhear something. We hear a conversation between those two people where they, they mention the knife. They ask if you got the knife. You ask if they're secure. Uh, and we see uh, Ezra like stop and pause and freeze beside the door. And they just kind of wait for a second as the conversation continues. And they uh, look about the hall and they uh, uh, shocked make a break towards the kitchen where they uh, put together a lovely set of flutes of wine uh, and they uh, pour a little bit of rat poison inside of them and, and mix it up. And as they uh, are standing there, uh, Cleo comes in and talks to them, says hi. They hide the poison behind their back and they kind of shyly put it onto a shelf. And they, they tell her that, you know, she's going to be great. You should maybe go home, uh, do something else. Go have a, have a nice day off. And Cleo says, no, I'm really trying to get my reviews up. I think I'm going to stay. Uh, uh, Ezra says, oh, okay, well then, you know what? You go man the desk for the day. All right, you you head straight up to the front. And you don't you stay right there, okay? Have a good day. You know, you doing a great job. And Cleo says thank you and heads off. We see Ezra uh, walk down the hall as both this middle aged woman and uh, uh, conceivably her husband, uh, as the two of them are, are walking down the halls holding hands and rings on their finger. This one of them, uh, 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 this the husband, a little bit taller, a little bit bulkier, uh, walking the hall carrying some sort of toolkit, and he walks right up to him and says. Hey guys, uh, getting off, uh, getting off for the day, and the two of them say, "Yeah." Like, how, you know what? Why don't we? Uh, I, I bought this little extra wine. Why don't you to, to have it? You know, can I get you this drink here? You know, it's on the house. And they laugh because it's their hotel, uh, and they say, "Fine, uh, you have a lovely day, Ezra." And as Ezra looks like happy to serve them, they look happy to see Ezra. They like Ezra, and they uh, they uh, take the drinks as they walk down towards the library. The sheen, the scene immediately shifts to the two of uh, them in their dark red uh, row or tunics wearing the skull masks immediately after the sacrifice where they smash the wine glass on the ground 
one of them falling over and dying. The other clambers up the chute up into the halls. We see the mask has started to darken. We see blood leaking from their face, or at least through the holes of the mask. We see that their hands have elongated and formed claws. We see that Leo is walking down the hall, uh, attempting to perform some sort of like investigation of a weird sound. And the immediate after effect is monstrous. There was a scream heard from her as uh, her hand has entered the mouth of this person and fingers disappear. We uh, see a slash across her face as the uh, young Ezra lands on the back of this cultist and starts yanking backwards. And the uh, fight is, is brutal. Ezra does not know how to fight at all, and it's really obvious. But they, their only plan is not to kill the cultists. It's just to ward them away from Leo long enough that they'll die from the poison. And so the final minutes of their life are brutal and unglorious. They don't even see that Cleo has gotten away right before the monster, this, uh, this beacon cultist, has rended them uh, limb from limb with their claws and their teeth. And Cleo gets to the outdoors. A car has pulled up. And she starts asking for help. She's screaming. She says, I need help. Please, I need help. Someone thinks something's going wrong inside. Someone's killing people. And we hear as the window rolls down. Oh, everything is going to be all right. Yeah. I got you. God damn it. Yeah. Is there uh, anything else you'd like to do before I, I end the recording here? I think uh, Beck, you know, like the the door to the, the basement or whatever, um, uh, I think that Beck uh, quietly, like, traces this crude castle tower with, like, a scalloped wall onto it in the dust on the door. And uh, very quietly says, um, uh, the beacon is doused, the wall is secure, the future is bright, the bulwark endures. Uh, And just kind of walks away with their hands in their pockets. 